everyone and welcome back to the Females in Motorsport podcast. I'm Eve, your host for today and on this episode we are joined by the incredibly talented, fearless, veloce racing driver Christine Jeezy. Christine, welcome <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> Hola everyone. <laughs> How nice are you? you? How are you doing? Fantastic. One less foot but um, everything One great. less foot. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like before we address anything um today we need to obviously address your foot and you're recovering um for those of you listening that maybe don't know um in q q1 was it this year in your first race of the season in extremely unfortunately you had a crash and rolled the car quite dramatically i think in the end wasn't it it was yeah. um yeah i remember watching it thinking oh my gosh this is not happening like this is too soon to be <laughs> happening right <laughs> now um how how was that for you have you been in like a big crash like that before like i'd it was a big one you know i think anyway sort of watching it as a viewer it was yeah. quite shocking <laughs> no yeah it was pretty bad but i've i've been in a few crashes mm-hmm. and i broke my wrist and stuff wow. like that so the foot i uh, wasn't really expecting that yeah but yeah I was just really sad for the car and the team. Yeah, really. yeah, definitely. But it's such we a setback, really isn't well. it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and am I right in thinking you've had surgery on the foot now? So you're yeah, a month yeah. and a half ago. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. And um, you're recovering. Have you been going to rehab and stuff, <laughs> trying to get ready? Nice yeah. one. Nice. Yeah, we've been doing like five, six hours a day. Wow. So super wow. intense. And actually, when, when I'm there, the um, the physiotherapist is like, Dude, seriously, not even the like Barcelona football players are here that long, you <laughs> oh know. And God. I was like, I need to be ready in a month. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Is this because? Because I'm assuming you've had to have the surgery so that you're ready for the next race, right? Yeah, and ideally the race was now in May, so I, you know, I gave them a date, and I'm like, oh. I need to be racing this date. So wow. we were like, really smashing it, and wow. and actually right now I'm kind of walking, which yeah, is yeah. amazing. Amazing. Doctor said it was like four months when oh I got surgery, and now it's one month and a half when I'm walking. So wow. Really good going then. Has it been? Has it been a struggle? Like, I've only ever been to rehab for like a sprained ankle. <laughs> you know, what I mean, nothing dramatic. Has it been quite tough trying to? It is. Work it's on it? like, yeah. and so many days. You know, they would they would come in the weekends for me. They would wow. come in the fiesta days, and you know, Spain is really like <laughs> uptight about their fiesta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really intense, but wow. it's it's good. I'm so happy that we're back. And yeah. Now definitely. I just go like they said from this week. I can go twice a week and I keep one crutch. So I'm like, yes, perfect. That's an improvement. We'll yeah. take that. <laughs> yeah, because we all obviously want to see you in the next race. Um, fingers crossed. Hopefully we'll see you there. Um, but yeah, before we like explore extremely a little bit, because um, I've got a bunch of questions there. Um, but before we do that, um, if we can sort of dive basically back into where it all started for you. Um, so not quite sure how long ago this was yeah. for you. If you've got to rack your brain a little bit. How many hours do we <laughs> <Yeah>. have? <laughs> um, but if you can just sort of give us a, a rough idea about where, when did you decide racing is what I want to do? Where did this start for you? It's really easy. So um, in my family, no one likes cars or I don't know, follows racing or anything. So it was really weird, let's say. But since I was r- really young, I had like posters of cars all over and like little maquetas, you know, like... Uh, little cars oh, okay yeah 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 like hot wheels, <laughs> like hot wheels yeah. yeah and like people would come in the house like new i don't know people that didn't know me and they were like to my mom oh you have a son 
And she was like, yes, Christina, you know, all the time. And then, I don't know, they would give me dolls and I would be like taking their neck off and go to my mom and be like, I want to track you. <laughs> and she was like, but, but, you know, I was born in India. So right. so she's like, you know, maybe she just grew up, you know, this kind of way. Yeah, <laughs> so she didn't around really different things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't really question herself. And then when uh, when we got, because we moved, because I'm Italian, but okay. born in India and then I lived in Spain. Wow. Okay. Canary Islands. And I kept moving like many, many times. And right. when I got to this island, which is called Fuerteventura, that you probably know. Mm-hmm. Um, I basically I was I was having dinner and I heard um, and I'm like hmm so I like start running outside and I see like a you know like a yellow car yeah very bright and like a lot of dust and just uh-huh. going through and I was like wow what's that so I just kept thinking like what was that and I mm-hmm. just decided to get out every day at the same time to see if the car would pass by nice and commitment because <laughs> <laughs> I was like I really want to know what it is you yeah. know? and then after a week the it was a Toyota Corolla from 1989 a wow. rally car wow okay but this was like a street a normal street outside right. my house so so I was like sitting there and I just saw it passing by and I was like wow I didn't really know it was a rally car you know I just right. saw lots of stickers and a lot of noise and I was just yeah. like super excited so I decided okay I need to see it again. So I'm going to stay here until it comes back. (laughs) So like literally it took him three hours to come back. But I was still there sitting on the wall outside of my house, you know. (laughs) And then the car is arriving and I'm like, "Ah, is this one? What do I do? And I just like ran in the middle of the road. And I'm like, okay, eventually it's going to stop, you know. And the guy, okay, imagine a Corolla from 1989, like has really shitty brakes. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and he was like braking on me. And then the co-driver came down and he was like, what the hell are you doing in the middle of the street? And I was just like, Sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, can I get on the car? And he was like, what? I'm like, please? So he just like gets in the car and goes to the driver. Crazy blonde chick wants to get inside the car. <laughs> and the driver was like, so, okay. So and I he let like, you in? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So he let me in and I was just sitting there and I was like, oh, thank you so much. I love this. I didn't know what it was, you know, but I was just so excited. And then I was like looking around. I remember seeing the roll cage and seeing the car so empty you know wow. so I kept asking like what is this what is this and, uh, uh-huh. and poor guy he was like super super like antisocial you know so he was like <laughs> looking at me like uh-huh <laughs> and like yes um, yes yes it's a rally car I'm like okay so, so what's a rally car and he's like well it's a, it's a race car and I'm like whoa it's a race car you know all this conversation yeah. <laughs> and he just first gear and started bah, and then second gear ah, third gear and then he just pulled the hydraulic handbrake you know and the car just pff, starts turning wow. And I'm just like, I have no idea what this is, but this is my life. And it was like, was that moment like slow motion yeah. for you? Just no, one totally. of those like, wow. Yeah. And I, you know, like awesome. my, I, I say that my, my chip like completely changed. Yeah. Because, you know, for like my whole, like, I was 17 at that time. And like I, all my friends are like, oh, I want to be a doctor. Oh, I want to be a mm, lawyer or whatever, you know. And I'm just like, ah, I'm just a surfer, you know, hippie surfer living my life in Fuerteventura. Yeah. And I like cars and that's it. So I didn't really think about it until I was like, in there then I, I knew that was my life Originally. I didn't I really didn't know what it was but I'm like this is what I want so. wow so what happened next then so if you had absolutely no idea so for me I've always grown up around motorsport it's always been a love in my family mm-hmm. how do you even begin to understand what that is because like it's just second nature to me I wouldn't even know where to start other mm-hmm. than maybe I don't know spending hours on Google like yeah. what, well, what did you do that's, that's what I did actually oh, okay <laughs> when I went back home because obviously I I literally like it was so many questions to this guy and mm-hmm. this guy was like looking at me like really worried you know and yeah. a bit scared I think <laughs> so I was like please please can I come and see the car and and he was like um, maybe uh, no and I was like okay 
So at that oh, point, yeah. I just like I just left basically, and I went back home. I was like, thank you. And you know, when I was at home, I kept like thinking. I would wake up at night and like, what was that? And yeah. So I decided to start looking online, and I was like, what is a rally car? <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it says, oh, rally cars cannot circulate on the road. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, huh, this guy <laughs> was on the road yeah. of my house. So the next day I started thinking and I said, okay, that means that he might live around because otherwise why would he be on the road if he yeah. can't, like, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, mm, I'll start walking. So I started walking and walking and walking until like a kilometer and a half and then I see this garage like half open and I see the little Corolla. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, ha, that's the car. So I just like basically entered the house Oh my God. and I start knocking on the door <laughs> and then this lady opens and she's like, um, hello, <laughs> can I help you? And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I am friends with your son. And she was like, really? You're friends of Danny? I'm like, that's yeah. the guy. <laughs> yep, my friendy. <laughs> so this whole situation like kind of went out of hands a little bit. So don't do this ever again. But um, yeah, and it was so funny because then Danny arrived and he was just like, I was having coffee with his mom, you know, oh my just gosh. waiting for him. And, he, and, he, and his mom was like, Oh, Danny didn't tell me you had such a nice friend. And Danny was like, she's not my friend. <laughs> she's <laughs> my stalker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was just like, I'm sorry, I came to see the car. And he was like, what? Like, he didn't wow. get it, you know? And yeah. so I kind of get in the garage and I told him that I was, like, completely in love with this, that uh -huh. I didn't know what it was. And if I could please just, you know, stay there on the afternoons and watch him work on the car or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, uh, okay, that's weird, but okay. So You've I committed this yeah. much, you can stay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I just stayed there like for a few days and then like on the third day he would be like, okay, so you're not going to change tires or something? And you know, because I was just like touching the tools and I, yeah. didn't know, I was like, oh, you know, and then and so I started changing tires and I started like slowly like learning some mechanics. And one day I tell him, Danny, I want to be a race car driver too. And he was like, are you rich? And I'm like, eh, no. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, good luck. Oh, nice. So I was like, but come on, you're a mechanic and, you know, you're you're racing. You have a Corolla, I mean. And he's like, yeah, but I'm a mechanic, so I build my own car. So oh. this is why I'm racing. So there I was like, aha. So that day I went home and I bought all the books on Amazon about being a mechanic, wow. becoming a mechanic. And then I, he, like, lended me a piece of his land. Mm -hmm. And I bought a chassis of a Golf MK2 from a scrapyard. Wow. Okay. And from there I started building it. It took me, like, a year. Wow. But oh, my gosh. I was like, I'm going to do this. You yeah. know, because in the morning I was working in an um, ice cream shop store. And in the night I was working in a bar. <laughs> so right. basically, like, all my money was just for, like, scrapyard cars Buildings, and parts car. and stuff. But wow. I was so excited and so, like... I don't know. I loved it so much that it, it was like easy, you know. It yeah, was like yeah, yeah. That was like your hobby, your fun. Yeah. yeah. But the fun part was that all this was happening meanwhile. So my mom and my my dad separated that okay. time. So she was like in this, you know, hard moment for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was never at home because I was ice cream shop, uh, afternoon Very car, busy girl. And then <laughs> I was at the bar. Yeah. So, you know, one day I arrive home and, you know, typical Italians were like super drama people. So I arrive home and she was like in the sofa, like, oh, like half crying. I'm like, oh God. I was like, hola. And she's like, I don't know what's going on with you, Chris, but you're all day out. And then you come home, you're dirty. And, you know, and I was like, ah, I'm not going to tell her right now in this hard moment for her that her only daughter is going to become a race car driver. <laughs> so I was like, mom, don't worry. I am, uh, I signed up for beach volleyball. And she was like, oh, you're in a team. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> oh my you know? gosh. And so that moment she was like, 
so excited. So I wow. just like left it there for a so while. So she had no idea no. that this was what you were doing at this And point. like two, three months later, she was like, oh, let's go pick up my daughter at beach volleyball. And that was not fun. Oh, no. And you just... Yeah, she almost killed me. But, you know, eventually she was like, okay, you know, she's not into drugs. She's just a race car <laughs> driver. still it's good. It can't be that bad, <laughs> yeah. right? Wow. So, yeah, oh it, was, it was so funny. Wow. And the problem is that that year I was supposed to go to university. Right. And I kind of did go. Like, I went to Prague to study. Okay. And then I kind of got a flight to Italy to go to a rally school, which is okay. actually <laughs> one of the best rally schools in the world. And now I'm actually working with the Amazing. Vittorio Caneva Rally School wow. in Spain. It was pretty cool. But anyway, and yeah, so <laughs> she thought I was in uni for like months. And I was like all over the place getting my rally license. Wow. Like, oh, it's been a wow. hell of a ride. such me. a jerk. Like, I can't. I can't quite believe that <laughs> she she had no idea. I mean, I love the volleyball cover. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even when you went to uni, you're still Yeah, because she thought, you know, it's time for you to go to uni, blah, blah, blah. You mm. should forget about it. Yeah. Problem is, it's not that easy. So mm -hmm. for me, it was like, I was so convinced. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm doing my rally license. I'm not going to uni. Yeah. And the problem is that then uni kind of sent an email to her like, hey. Uh, Where's your daughter? You know? <laughs> and my mom was like, <laughs> no, funny. Oh, no. So, yeah. So, wow. I, when I came back, we had this huge discussion, but then I, we sat at the table. I said, listen, mom, I want to become a race car driver. I know that you want me to go to uni. Let's find a deal. Nice. So, she was like, huh, what's your idea? I'm like, you give me one year, sabbatico, you call it. In Spanish, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'll keep building my car. I finish my car. I start racing. I do mm -hmm. my own crap. And then <laughs> we sign here on this beautiful. Uh, Toilet paper, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Contract. <I> yeah. <laughs> and we say, and then in one year I'll go study, I promise. And she was like, huh, deal. Nice. But you pay your own stuff because I'm not paying anything of your car. I'm like, no, 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 deal, deal. So I kept working in the two wow. in the two different works and, and jobs, and that's it. And then after a year, uh, I, well, I actually started racing at that time. And then it, in September, I had to go to uni again. And oh. I was like, no. Wow. So, so <sighs> jumping back to like... Um, like learning to be a mechanic basically at that point so this is before you had gone to uni in Prague mm -hmm. right and you're sort of learning the trade like what from from Danny or, f yeah. or just from books or trial and error like is this everything everything yeah and wow. it was so cool because you know at that time I was I think I was probably the only girl in the village where I was you know yeah. doing something like that so you could see like all the like uh, old grandfathers and stuff, you know, they were like they would come down to the to the little land and they would mm -hmm. look at me and be like, what is she doing? You know, and I was like, hey, I'm learning to well today. And they were like, oh, no, 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 we help you. We help you, little kid. And I was like, OK, thank you. So they would come there and they would, you know, teach me to weld. And I was like, I yeah. can do this. And then it was so cool. Like wow. I got so much support from the, you know, the people around. It was so nice. That's awesome. I think sometimes the best way to learn is mm -hmm. just to be thrown Try. into it and yeah. go for it. For sure. That's so cool. So so then you went to uni, obviously did your thing and sort of well, di didn't really go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you made that deal with your mum and decided you were going to, is this work on the same, because you've got uh, a chassis, right, that you're building mm -hmm. up. So did you decide you are going to work on that car and you were going to race with that car? Yeah. And wow. I did my first race with that car. Wow. Okay. Which was a disaster. Oh, Because no. the car was like falling apart, of course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this guy from another island mm -hmm. that he was a collectionist of like golfs. 
and he basically bought like he wanted my golf and I was like listen my friend I've been working hard on yeah. this no <laughs> way I'm gonna sell it now but you know everything has a price yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was already dreaming with a sh- with another chassis of a Corolla that I saw right. like the first car the I first saw dream, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so when the guy like gave me a good price which was like five five thousand bucks you mm-hmm. know which is nothing now but yeah. at the time for me it was like whoa so with that I was like ha I can buy the chassis and I can buy an actual like decent suspension for the car nice. and you know so I was like yeah. so I did that I sold it oh, and cool. I bought the other and I started working on the other but of course then it was time to leave again wow so wow quite quite a a cool way to go so about it though like I, I I obviously realized sort of giving up that first piece of of something you <laughs> yeah. created must have been so difficult but Hard. I suppose it allows you so many more opportunities um especially because anything motorsport related it's all about money isn't it really yeah. a lot of the time it's about money Fortunately, yes. um so like how how did you tackle that i'm assuming you hit a point maybe where you had to leave your jobs in the ice cream parlor and mm-hmm. the bar and you wanted to pursue this properly um what what was your game plan there did you think right i need sponsors or i'm just gonna i don't know work to the bone <laughs> and fund it myself yeah. like what was your plan well i started realizing obviously that by yourself was very complicated so yeah. As usual, Danny was helping me and explaining me how, you know, sponsorship worked and mm-hmm. this and that. But of course, he he was also like, you know, he just raced in his hometown. So it wasn't like, so I'm like, okay, what if you want to go big, you know? Yeah. And he was like, ah, oh, that's never going to happen. You know, if you come from what, what you come, it's not going to happen. And I was like, but I want to do it, you know? And he was like, yeah, well, whatever. So I started thinking and, and like, I was like, okay, I need to find sponsors. So mm-hmm. I just made this like word page you know really ugly yeah <laughs> basically you know pages yeah. nice. pictures and i basically went to all the like little shops in town and i was like hi my name is christine and i want to come a race car driver i want to be a world champion so this is <laughs> and the people were like uh like a pitch okay. like yeah <laughs> yeah so one day i went to this italian um shop store that they brought in like italian products and then mm-hmm. they resold them in spain so i was like I'm Italian and you're Italian, so we gotta have to make a deal, you know? And the guy was like, this is funny. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, so da, 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 explaining him the whole story. And he looked at me and he's like, listen, in like very Italian, like Southern accent, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, I don't have no money, but I can give you mozzarella. <laughs> so I look at him and I was like, deal. Oh my God. So basically I started getting all these mozzarella and started selling them for like five times the price of a mozzarella because it was like a project thing you know so yeah, people yeah. would help me like, yeah they were like okay we'll yeah, give her that exactly. yeah and i felt like so proud i was like yeah <laughs> and then the funniest thing was uh i i wanted to race so danny was racing the island championship okay. and i wanted to race the canary island championship which right. was the overall yeah so he was like yeah but you know you need you need to bring your car and transport it it's very expensive from each island and mm-hmm. this and that and i'm like yeah okay so I started looking online and I realized that Navier Armas, it's a brand that like basically brings, it's like boats that they bring right. transport cars and okay, people and yeah, everything. Yeah. And it's like huge, okay? It's like in Spain, it's one of the biggest. But I had no idea. I just saw it. You and were I'm like, like yeah, that one. <laughs> I go to this one, yeah. So yeah. I just went down and I started knocking on the office, you know, and the, like all oh, these guys are looking at me and they're like, yes. And I'm like, hi, can I talk to the manager? <laughs> and they were like, um, so there's this woman, you know, and she's like, yeah, you might as well sit here with me. Let me know what you need. Uh-huh. And then, you know, if something, it's okay, then I'll talk to the manager. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I like, da-da-da, take out my papers. You know, Got so out your mm-hmm. word document. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, this is me. This is what's going to be me. And we can be together. And yeah. she was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. So she kept listening. And then after a while, she was like, I'm, you know, I'm using about my, my motivation. And then she was like, okay, so 
you have a car? And I'm like, yes, my own Corolla I built mm-hmm. it. It's, it's very pretty. And then she was like, yeah. okay. And then she was like, so you want to raise the Canarian Championship? So we can bring your car in the boat, right? But she was like, how are you going to actually transport your car? Because you ideally, uh, race cars, you cannot just drive them, right? Yeah, you yeah. have to transport them somehow. And I was looking at her and I suddenly realized she was right. <laughs> I was like, how the heck am I going to transport yeah. this beautiful car? So I was like, hmm, I'll see you in a few weeks. And I just <laughs> left, you know, and I went yeah. home and I was like, blah, 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 again, thinking, thinking, thinking. So I get out my, my laptop and, uh, you know, there's um, a page that is called like, uh, mil anuncios which means like a thousand uh, ads basically right and you can search for like secondhand cars and yeah. stuff yeah yeah so i write tow truck <laughs> and suddenly like a lot of t- and i'm like mm, too high price too. there was one for a thousand two hundred bucks wow okay 1967 oh car. my god wow so you can imagine taka, 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 yeah that kind <laughs> of tow truck. and it was like i was like yeah that's Ooh, very nice, like full of oxygen, you know, and yeah. ooh, disaster. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty. So I I call him and I'm like, hi, I'm gonna buy your tow truck. And he was like, uh, okay, the tow truck is in Salamanca. And I'm like, hmm. So you have to take into account that our islands mm-hmm. are basically in Africa. Yeah. And Spain, it's like up here, right? Pretty far. And Salamanca <laughs> is like halfway Spain. Right. Okay. And like to travel from the island to Salamanca, it's like 36 hours boat. Wow. So I'm like. Okay, I'll see you like in a week. Wow. I just put down the phone. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, thinking, thinking. And I remembered that there was this other guy that was looking for a car, that uh, a rally car that was in Santander, mm-hmm. which is north of Spain. Okay. <laughs> Getting he, a geography yeah, lesson yeah, there as well. But the, what was the, the problem? That he uh, he couldn't go and get it because of his job. He had like a lot of hours and stuff. Right. And like to send a transportist just to get his car, it was really expensive. Yeah, yeah. So I went to him and I said, hello, my friend. <laughs> and as soon as he saw me getting in the office where he works, he was like, yeah, what, what's your offer? <laughs> and I'm like, listen, I have someone that can get your rally car. All you need to do is just pay the expenses. And he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, you don't like you don't you don't pay the transport just for mm-hmm. doing the job. You just pay the expenses. And he was like, OK, who's the transport? And I was like, she's stood right here. And he was like, oh, God, why am I doing this? So he accepted. Wow. So I took my Toyota RAV4, which is like a little super. Yeah. And I drove. So it's here, Fortuventura. Lanzarote, Lanzarote, Gran Canaria, Gran Canaria. All this is like seven hours. Wow. And then from Gran Canaria, I took the boat, another boat, 36 hours to south of Spain. Wow. From there, I drove seven hours to Salamanca with my Toyota. I get there, I buy the tow truck, and he looked at me like, do you have a license for driving? I'm like, please. <laughs> like, because normally these cars, like, they don't have the first gear here. They have it, like, down here, you know? Right, yeah. And as soon as I put the first gear like this, he was looking at me like, definitely yeah, not. you definitely not have a license. <laughs> and I was like, it's going to be fine, you know? And then from there, I put the Toyota on top of my tow truck. Right. And from there, I went all the way to Santander, which is, like, another 10 hours, because mm-hmm. with the little taka, 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 like this, it was, like, 40 kilometers per hour. You know, Go it was slow. Oh. <laughs> so I get to Santander. Yeah. And I go get this rally car of, of my friend. And I'm like, haha, here, I try it. And I say, yeah, yeah, it's a good car. Okay, you can pay him. You pay him. And all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, Christine, there's a tow truck and there's two cars. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think about that <laughs> And part. I was like, <laughs> I knew it. Something was wrong. <laughs> So I was like, okay, no problem. So I took a, a paper and I said, I'm sexy and I know it. And I said, 
uh, by me <laughs> and I stick it onto my RAV4, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. And I start going around the city of yeah. Santander with my Toyota and I'm like, eventually someone's going to buy it. They did after, I think it was like one day and a half. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I'm like, perfect. Now I have a tow truck. I have money. I don't have a car anymore. You don't have a car. <laughs> but hey, everything's yeah. fine. Yeah. And then I drove the whole way down, which took me ages. I promise, oh, wow. ages. And like people on the road were just like looking at me like, what is this kid doing in this <laughs> tow truck? You know, it was so funny. And I get to Cadiz, which is where you take the boat again back. Mm-hmm. And I went to the lady and I was like, I gave all my documents, you know, and she was looking at me and she was like, huh, you a tow truck driver? I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> you know, I'm super happy. I am now. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, so so you have a free room to sleep in. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm so happy. You know, I was like, yes, let's awesome. go. Yeah. And I get in the boat and imagine that is normally a room of four and the four are truck drivers. Yeah. So I get in and I see like this huge like tattooed, you know, with their rum in their hands. <laughs> and I get in and I'm like, hola. And they're just looking at me like, ha, ha, ha. And they're like, blondie, you got the wrong room. <laughs> and I'm like, excuse me, I'm a tow truck driver. And they're like, of course you are. <laughs> and I was like, ah, taking the pictures on my phone. Like, look, 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 this is Gufito, my tow truck. And they were like, okay. And, like, since then, I was, like, their kid, you know? Yeah. They were going all over the boat with me, and they were like, eh, eh, be nice to my kid. I'm like, yeah, be nice. <laughs> wow. So oh it was God. super cool. So I brought it back, and, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I just keep going. No, no, no. This is great. I love this story. <laughs> <laughs> and then I basically, uh, lijar, how do you say that? Like, well, I, I painted the tow truck, okay. like, uh, yellow and black, like, work in progress, you know, like, nice. super mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I put all the stickers of the boat company. Nice. And then I took right. my rally car, I put it on top, and then I drove down to the office. And again, I went in, I knocked, and they're like, oh, you said you'd be back in a few weeks. You actually did. I was like, yeah. And she was like, did you think about what I told you? I'm like, I need you to come out with me. Wow. And she was like, okay. So she comes out of the office, comes mm-hmm. out, and then she sees the tow truck with on top of the car. And she was like, what is this? And I'm like, I'm a tow truck driver <laughs> and a race car driver. <laughs> and she was like, Okay, and I'm like, can I get a sponsorship now? And she looked at me, and she was like, like, you know, she wasn't speaking. She was just looking at me, and I'm like, please, can I talk to the manager now? You know, I Uh just kept like, and then she looks at me and says, you know what? I'm actually the manager. Oh, no way. Sponsorship. Oh, my God, no way. Yeah, it was so cool. So basically, I was the only one that was sponsored, like, fully, like, Obviously, no money, but it was mm-hmm. fully the transport free. And yeah. imagine each transport was like 2,000 bucks. You yeah. Know? So for me, it was like... That was a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was amazing. So for the for the rest of it then, everything else involved, you funded that? Was that your... I mean, I had little... You know, I like the mozzarella people. Like, I had little sponsors. Bits here and there, I yeah. for sure didn't fund it because I couldn't. But yeah. as much as all my money went in that, like yeah. 100%. And yeah. then... Everything I could get, like, you know, at that time, racing in a Canadian championship wasn't that expensive. So mm-hmm. I had a sponsor that gave me 50 bucks per race. I have, an, you know, it was yeah, like... Yeah, and it, it was enough. It, it got you there. It was super enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything cool. was really easy and, I don't know. Yeah, it just nice fell into times. place. Yeah. Nice. But, I mean, I just said it fell into place, but it didn't. This was all you and your resilience <laughs> and sort of ability to <laughs> just keep pushing and keep saying, nope, I am going to do this, or yes, you are going to give me sponsorship. Where where does that come from? Where does that resilience come from? Like, was this just 
your dream and you knew you had to make it happen? Or is this something, is this part of you? Is this something, if you know what you want, you're going to get it? Yeah, I think I am very yeah? much like that. Yeah. But I think I was, like like I said before, I was never so passionate about something, you mm-hmm. know? So, like, I, I, I liked surfing. I enjoyed every kind of sport. Like, I played yeah. football. I played hockey. I played everything, you know? And yeah. But this was, like, I knew it was what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I was, like... I am doing this, you know. Yeah. And then I think also it helped the fact that I was a little bit living in my happy world, you know. Yeah. Because if you think about it right now, like, you know, the exp- like, if I know right now how much extremely costs or how much mm. a championship costs, you know. And I'm like, yeah, I want to become a race car driver. I would be like, that's impossible. Yeah. But at that time, you know, I had no idea about anything. Everything I was learning. So yeah. for me, well, it was possible, you know. I didn't, I never thought it wasn't possible. Yeah. Like, I kept hearing people telling me, like, you're never gonna get like nav- this sponsor because it's like the biggest company in whole Spain. Like, why mm-hmm. would they give you? You know, and I was but like, you did. Why not? You yeah. know. And so it's like I think that mentally it's it's everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the end of the day, if you really want to get there, you will. You'll do it. But you have yeah. to. You know, there's a lot of obstacles. And like you said before, I I did get to many points that I was like, okay, I'm done. Like mm-hmm. this is too much. You know, because also. Like how I got to Spain when I was racing the Canarian Championship and then I won it. That's how like a team from Spain, like mainland Spain called me and they were like, yeah, we want you to come and like try our car and drive in a championship. Like I had no idea what, like I had my, I opened at that time I came back from uni and I opened my own mechanic workshop with Danny also. Awesome. Nice. (laughs) It was like super cute and we just did like oil changes and gearboxes and stuff like that. Yeah. And you know, when they called me and they were like, yeah, we want you to come and race a championship with us here. I was like, uh, me like now like fly there and live there and race with you guys yeah. and they're like yeah and I'm like Danny do you want my part of of little workshop <laughs> and he was like where are you going now I'm like I don't know they just come me to go to Spain and he was like what you know so it was just so and I did but I had no idea what I was going to mm-hmm. you know I didn't know how expensive it was gonna be I, didn't, yeah. I just got my little bag I sold clothes i sold my car i sold everything i had in 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 the canneries and i just got my little bag and i just traveled to barcelona you know and when i got to barcelona i met my team and the first thing they asked me is oh so where are you staying and i'm just like um here (laughs) and they looked at me like you don't have a place i'm like "Uh, no and they're like uh okay and then you know thank god there was a mechanic there that he has um in his garage he has a sofa so he said, you can stay in the garage, but it's like under the race car. I was like, yeah, perfect. It's a great <laughs> spot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's just I think that that um, in Spanish you say ingenua. Okay. When you're when like you're young and you don't know, you you're know, like naive. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that that helped also because yeah. I thought that, you know, I could do anything. Yeah. So no, that's so cool. I, and I mean, you can do anything. I think we have this real sort of culture sometimes of well that's unobtainable you mm. know you you see all these amazing racing drivers um and you think oh that could not be me or how is anyone meant to get to that level but you're right you can do it if you really want to do it like you are prime example <laughs> <laughs> you have done it like you're smashing life and yeah I mean I'm sure it's not been an easy ride at some points but you're here and you, it was your dream so case in point <laughs> is you <laughs> um so Am I right in thinking then as well, you actually went back to uni for a second time in between all this going on. So the championship you won was 2014, yeah. right? So did you go back to uni after this or no, is this I was, before? No, it was meanwhile I was in uni. Meanwhile, wow, yeah. okay, doing yeah. it all. <laughs> it was hard. So I was, 
So I traveled to UK. This time I was in Birmingham. Okay, cool. I didn't go to Prague. I decided yeah. to change completely <laughs> area. Nice. And yeah, so I came to study. I came because we're actually in UK <laughs> right now. So, um, business management and marketing or something right. like that. And again, I did like two weeks and I was super, you know, I was at uni. I was Every day I would be there. and then I, But I knew that that wasn't what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And every day I would come back home and play dirt and PlayStation and just like... You know, be like, oh, this is not my life. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to do? But it just, again, I think it just happened. You know, it was it was crazy. Like my friend from Australia, he called me mm-hmm. and he was like, at, I think it was like 2 a.m. super late and I'm, I was awake. But and I answer, I'm like, what the? It's 2 a.m. And he's like, ah, you never sleep anyway. <laughs> and I'm just like, gosh. And he's like, so I have to come and do an Erasmus. In your university, can you please check me out if I have some course in, in your place so I can, you know, because obviously it would be cool to be together. And yeah. I was like, you don't want to be in, in Birmingham. I'm telling you. And he was like, I mean, Australia, come on. You know. It rains all the yeah, time. Sorry. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love you, England. <laughs> and yeah, so he was like, no, but I have to, I have to. So just, just search something. I was like, oh, whatever. And I just put down the phone like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you're in bed and you can't sleep. And I'm just like, oh, fine, I'll just check it out. So I open my laptop, I start looking at my campus, like mm-hmm. what courses there was. Mm-hmm. And then I just start looking at the uni, like Birmingham University, like start looking and all of a sudden motorsport engineering. And I'm just like, oh, moment. <laughs> I press on it and I start reading, you know, prepping race cars. Yeah. Blah, 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 and I was just like, come on, what is this? Wow. This is a sign. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, I take the email of the tutor and I'm like, hey, dear David, my name is Christine. Da, 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 you know, mm-hmm. I would like to change course and da, da, da. And so he texted me back and said, yeah, come by tomorrow and check out the nice. mm, the campus. And yeah. it was crazy. So think that the marketing campus, every morning I had to wake up like two hours earlier because it was like an hour and 45 away in a bus. Wow. Okay. And suddenly I look on the maps where I had to go for the motorsport and it was like 200 meters from no my way. place. It's a I sign. Was like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. What are you doing, Christine? <laughs> So, yeah, so I, I saw the, the uni, I saw the course, I was, I fell in love, you know, I was like, this is what, okay, I want to change, what should, what do I have to do? And then, Amazing. that's another story, I'll tell you in another <laughs> moment how I got in, but, um, <laughs> no, it was, it was really cool. So, I changed course, and after, you know, my mom kept calling me every day, and she was so proud, and, oh, finally, you're doing it, I'm so happy, yeah. thank you, and I was just like, yeah, mom, and she's like, so what are you studying? And I'm just like, taxes of the Japan, <laughs> and she was like, oh, so interesting, this business course, I'm like, <laughs> and then I, you know, I woke up a day and I said, Christine, no, this is your life. Mm-hmm. You've decided it's done. Like, if, yeah. if you don't agree, don't agree. You know, so yeah. I just called her and I said, mom. And she's like, are you in prison? <laughs> and I said, no, no, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> Not that I, bad. <laughs> yeah. I changed course. And she was like, ah, shouting at me. I left the phone in my room. I went to the kitchen. I could still hear her shouting. <laughs> and then I came back and then she's, she didn't, she was mad for a, a while, you mm-hmm. know. And then one day she calls me back and I was like, ooh, what's going to happen now? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and she's like, Chris? I said, mm-hmm. She's like, I'm sorry. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, uh, you know, I, I, I really understood now that this is really what you want. I was like, oh, it took you a while. Yeah. <laughs> I only but had to yeah, do all this other yeah, stuff exactly. first. <laughs> But she was like, no, 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 I really get it. So I will support you 100%. And since then, she's been to all my races in the Canary Islands. Amazing. And she's like my opposite. Okay, she's like nice and nice and 
and clean and she was like dirty <laughs> <Clean>. waitress <laughs> yeah. coming up the tow truck like yeah. mm, what is this <laughs> so it was really funny but really nice and yeah so meanwhile i was at uni um the first year i would you know it was really hard for mm-hmm. me because i i mean it was all maths and science stuff that i never done in my yeah. life I, I dropped all that because i thought i was going for you know marketing so yeah and so it was really really intense but it, people in uni helped me so much like i was there the first one in the last one out it was really good wow. and then i started obviously a few weekends trying to go home mm-hmm. and i realized i'm like okay this is not gonna stop my career because mm-hmm. if i'm studying i i have to keep doing this study yeah. is four years so i decided to go to the airport and try to find sponsor <laughs> Of course. Of what my else? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm going to find someone that eventually is going to help me. And it, it happened. Amazing. I I went to everyone, Ryanair, you know, people were just like, what do you want? I'm yeah. like, I want to find sponsorship to to basically fly back home and be yeah. able to finish my race car. And they were like, uh-huh. Anyway, in the end, the whole day running around the airport, it helped. I got good contacts and someone eventually sponsored me so they would pay me the tickets every weekend to fly back to wow, Canary Island so good so I would study in the week in the weekend I would fly back home prep yeah. the car come back study and then go back oh race day race the weekend and so on and that the second year we won the championship wow and it was so amazing wow that's awesome yeah I- I I feel like you sort of just don't let people say no and that is <laughs> yeah. the key to your success and I love that from you it's just no I'm going to make this happen and you've got to do it with me. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so cool. So yeah, you won the championship 2014, right? Mm-hmm. And you're still studying at this point. Did you finish your studies? Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Does do you feel like, like <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like it helped you? Do you feel like that was actually something that has given you skills, maybe experience today mm. that is valuable. Because um, we often, you know, chat about people in motorsport that maybe haven't gone through the uni route or maybe mm-hmm. haven't studied anything at all. And it's that idea of you can do what you want if you put your mm. mind to it, like we've spoken about. So do you feel like it was helpful? I mean, for me, going to uni was probably more helpful on a socialising, mm-hmm. personal level. Yeah. Um life experience i suppose do you do you feel like you actually learn anything i think i mean for sure like mm-hmm. uh, you know studying engineering and then getting yeah. into race cars and then you know you know how stuff works so yeah. that helps a lot and i always feel that a driver that understands you know what's going on in the car and be able to talk to a mechanic and this mm. obviously helps a lot i think though working in the garage helped me more because yeah. it was all hands-on hands on. practical yeah. so you understood really what was going on mm-hmm. But for sure, it was great. And, and I also think the fact that, you know, I was, I knew that I had to study, I had to work, and then I had to go back, finish the car and race. Yeah. It, this helped me a lot. Like yeah. the, the scheduling, everything. And it was just so intense, everything. And I don't know why. I always live like, you know, wah, wah, wah. But yeah. at that point, it was, I think it helped me that way mostly. Yeah. Because mm. I suppose racing is a lot of here, there and everywhere, isn't it? So yeah. I suppose in that sense, it probably prepared you for yeah. the life you were about to lead. Exactly. Um which is, yeah, probably something you wouldn't have got otherwise. So you've done your studies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're still racing as much as possible. I know, I'm like, right, where are we at in this story now? You've done your studies. You're still racing. Um, and at some point, you get picked up by an American team, right? Yeah. Well, that's another interesting story. Okay. 
I feel like I'm yeah. ready to unpack that <laughs> <laughs> as, as much as possible. So, um, yeah, you get picked up by them. Was this a matter of chance? Was this you pursuing them? How, how did this come about? Okay, so we... So I started racing with this team in Barcelona, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And mm, I spent every cent I had on on racing for them because mm-hmm. obviously they, they were giving me the car, they were... The team, by the way, was like a fully female team, mechanics, engineers, coordinators. Awesome, it was that. super cool, yeah. super different um, at the time. And we raced, we were the only team that like fully female that ever got to race one race of the world championship in rally. So that was also super cool. And Peugeot was sponsoring. Nice. So it was yeah. a big help. Yeah. But of course, we still had a lot of expenses, like, for example, the moving to the races, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff that course i wasn't working at the time when i got to barcelona so yeah. i spent everything i had on that mm-hmm. because it was a project so yeah. we said okay we're gonna do five months of this we're gonna try and win the spanish championship and go for the one race of the world championship as a team and you know and we did that we won the spanish championship so that yeah. was amazing and yeah. it was very hard like entering all of a sudden with a car we didn't know you know so yeah, it was yeah. super exciting and and the world championship and our idea our plan was that after we do this, Peugeot and all the brands are going to see that we did well, mm-hmm. so they're going to sponsor us for yeah. next year. Yeah. Which is what happened. They were keen, but the sponsorship level was the same. Right. So it's not like I was earning money and I still had to pay my own expenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the insurance of the car, it was, pff, it, for me, it was impossible. Was because lot, yeah. at that time, I had my little money. I came with that. I spent it all. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, they were asking me for doubling that because, of course, right. it was double. It was like the whole championship. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you know, and, and I'm always the kind of person, like like we said before, they call me, yeah, you want to come? Yes, I'm coming, you mm-hmm. know? And the next day I sold everything. I sold my house, I sold my shop, I sold... <laughs> but in that moment, I was like, okay, I'm 20, I don't know, 21, whatever I was. And I was like, okay, Christine, you have to think a little bit, you know, you have nothing, absolutely yeah. anything. So, um, sadly, but I called the team and I said, I can't. Like, I can't. I'm not going to say yes, and then I, I will, and then let you know, down. be. Yeah, yeah. So, so I decided to start working. So I started working with Audi and, like, all these driver instructor, like, companies. And okay, yeah. And I've, I said to myself, okay, I'm going to try and make money, and, you know, and then I'll see how to handle this. So I did a few months of that, and... My co-driver was living also in Barcelona with me. Okay. Because I told her, like, move up. She, she was living in south of Spain. I told, come to Barcelona and we'll try and figure mm-hmm. out, like, a, a new project. So we ended up with another project, which didn't go really well, which was a, a very bad team, or let's say, like, just didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> and so it got to a point that, again, we were, like, stuck, like, really stuck. So I was working. She was not... You know, she was she left her uni halfway and wow. like everything was like very hard. So mm. she kept obviously telling me this Christine is not working. You know this. It's impossible. Come on. Like, look at all the people that are out there. And, you know, we're just trying to do something like no training. Come and just go to the races. Yeah. And, you know, it's always. And I was like, no, 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 there must be a way. There must be a way. So again, one day I woke up and I sat in the kitchen and I told her, OK, I have an idea. She's like, oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and I said, okay, I have in my account 1,300 bucks, whatever, 200. Mm-hmm. That was there. And I told her, let's do a full month and try and find a new project. Like, we have this money. We're going to spend this money. Like, ooh, like, it's so much money. You know, mm-hmm. but for me, that's yeah. a lot. So I was like, we try to spend this money. 
in the right way. Mm-hmm. And every day we wake up, we sit on this table and we send 40 emails. If wow. we don't send the 40 emails, we don't get up from the table. Oh, there was you days. can't leave. <laughs> there were days that we were <laughs> sitting there 5 wow. p.m. still. So, yeah, so basically we decided to do this. So the whole month of sending emails and then we we spent this 1,300 bucks in the right way, which was, for example, the you know, here in Birmingham, you have the Autosport International yeah, show. Yeah. So I contacted with various um, stands and then I said, hey, I'm an engineer. Do you need mm-hmm. someone to work for you? I, I just want the expenses paid. Easy. We got a job. So we came here. So we didn't have to pay anything. So no money lost. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> we worked and we met people. So, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time that you're explaining the valves and then you're like, by the way, this is the team and, da, da, yeah. da, da, and give your card, you know. Yeah. And then we went to Paris for another event. Then we, w- oh, we went, we wanted to go to Portugal. There was this like kind of uh, course for co-drivers and drivers. And mm. I said, this is perfect because there's a lot of people that go there and we can meet and, you know, yeah, and, and she was like, oh, okay, how do we do this? And I, we call and ask and it was really expensive. Mm. So I say, can we please help? I will do some social media. I will do this and that, you know, and the guys were like, okay, we can give you the course for free, but that's all we can do. We're not going to pay you expenses. Yeah. So I look at my co-driver and I'm like, we are hitchhiking to Portugal. Oh my God. And she's like, we are hitchhiking to Portugal from Barcelona. <laughs> I'm like, it can't be that bad. I don't even remember. Okay. But I think it was like three days. Oh my probably. gosh. <laughs> it was hilarious. Wow. Anyway. But so we, we spent this money the right way. Okay. Yeah. And then um, the last thing we had for the month was Italy. Mm-hmm. There was a race. I, I spoke, I ended up speaking to this company that they were super interested. Da, 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 yes, we're going to organize a whole project for next year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, but like we don't have, you know, budget to move so much. So they're like, just come here for this race. Yeah. We meet you guys. You, you race this race. Uh, we give you 5,000 euros for, for just, you know, coming. And then mm-hmm. next year we'll have a project. And I was like, boom. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So I, c- you know what's what's couch surfing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Surf there was surfing, yeah, yeah <laughs> so perfect. So I, uh, there was a guy that he stayed at my sofa in Canary Islands, right? And he he became like really good friends of our family. Mm-hmm. So I t- texted him because he was living in the area of the race. So I said, hey, uh, can perfect. we couch surf on your? And he was <laughs> like, yeah, of course, yeah. So super cool. So he picked us up. We stayed at his place, super yeah. nice. So we didn't spend any money. We spent only on the tickets, which was really expensive. Mm-hmm. And and then we were like hoping all this project came out. Mm. Okay, in the end, it was, it wasn't. Okay, oh. it was all blah blah blah. It, yeah. No way. Yeah, it just didn't. Yeah, it was it was bad. Like wow. w- we went there with an idea, and then this actually this brand completely failed. I don't know how you say like when the brand goes like down. folded. Like yeah, it just it it was like imagine like a like Kia for example, and all of a sudden Kia doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, yeah. you know. So I was like, wow, like what, what, where are we? What's yeah. happening? We in the end we didn't like we. We were supposed to race with a rally car. We got uh-huh. there. There was no rally car. There was a really bad, like, little truck car. And I was, it was, it was, wow. it was harsh. But anyway, so my my co-driver, she was like, "I'm done. I'm not racing with this. It's mm-hmm. it's over." You know, Christine has done so much, and it's just not working. So she basically goes home, and I pretty much race alone. Yeah. Uh, I get a random guy from the from the area <laughs> that knew the roads. Just because you know I yeah. was there, I had to finish what I had, and then we go back to the. So I go back to the house of my friend, and she was watching Titanic, like <laughs> half crying, you know, on the sofa. And I, I arrive home, I was like dead, and I'm just like, 
you know, no, we are not even talking. And mm. we knew that this was the last money we had, the last yeah. everything. So it was just like, this is over. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I receive a phone call, like a really long number, you know, and I'm just like, mm. so I, I run outside and I pick it up and I'm like, see, and they're like speaking in English, like, hey, my name is da da da, and I'm blah blah blah, and we spoke of through email, and I'm just like, dude, I'm sending 40 emails a day. Do you really think? <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, I couldn't. I I, so I faked. That. I was like, oh yeah, of course. Hi, how are you? And and then he, he kept talking, and he was like, yeah. So about the selection, um, basically we're searching for a driver for our team, da da da, and I'm like. Uh-huh. And the selection is going to be in a week and da, 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 whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm in Italy. I'll be back next week. Perfect. And and he was like, okay, so everything fine. So we'll, we'll meet directly here. I'm like, yeah, yeah, perfect. I'm like, where do I have to go? And he was like, LA. And there was like silence on the other side of the phone. I'm like, I'm like thinking, what the hell? <laughs> you know? And I was just like, uh, okay. Um, okay, great. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I put down the phone. And I'm thinking, how the <laughs> You've just used all your money. I know, yeah. <laughs> and eventually he sends me an email saying basically that that I, do, I shouldn't worry about the expenses to get there because I was the only person coming from so far away. So they would take care of it and they would give me an extra ticket for like wow. my husband or my <laughs> dad or my yeah. mom, you know. And I started thinking, okay, my husband? Mm, right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't have one. <laughs> and I thought, my daddy? definitely doesn't talk to me since I started racing so not a good idea uh, my mom does not fly because she has panic so I'm like <laughs> co-driver <laughs> so I run inside you know and, and she was like still crying watching Titanic and I'm like no and she looks at me and she's like where are we going now yeah. <laughs> and I'm like LA baby <laughs> and it happened wow so we ended up in LA and it was amazing and Mm, the team owner was amazing uh -huh. uh, so we're still really good friends and you know the team was a new team that was starting so it wasn't like super pressure you yeah know, getting to you could mold it almost yeah to, so yeah. I, and i had so much to learn I, when i got there i didn't even know what i was going like i raced rally and all of a sudden i'm there with this monster <laughs> trucks and i was just like what and you know everyone looking at me like oh can you join this and i'm like yeah, of course <laughs> and i'm like how do you start this <laughs> yeah. it was it's crazy. like the truck all over again you're just like yeah, yeah i'll figure it and out it was as crazy. I go. and wow. like i remember that <laughs> it was so funny they're like okay so we we, we they drew like a track It was a d desert of Mojave Desert, which right. it has, it's like a scrapyard of planes, okay? It's wow, that's insane. so cool. I have a video, beautiful, I'll show you now. We'll look at that. <laughs> yeah, and, and so they did this own track around, like mm -hmm. planes and stuff, and there was, uh, like they took, uh, how do you call the uh, the plane wing? The wing, yeah. Yeah, they put it on the floor, and I'm just like, what's that for? And they're like, oh, jumping. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh. So I was looking at them like, oh, have you tried it? And they're like, no, no, you're the first one. I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember that I got in the car and they're like, okay, just go for a few laps. And, you know, and, and then we see and this and that. And I knew that it, all the eyes were on me, you know. And there were other mm -hmm. people like also training with their cars, other with bikes. There was like a wide range of people, mo mainly guys. And so I just gave a few laps. A third lap, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm flooring it. That's it. I'm going for it. You know, whatever. <laughs> and I just like literally... And I just like, Wee! I'm like in the air, in the air, in the air, in the air. And I'm like, whoa, this is long. Oh. I'm still in the air. And then I suddenly I land and then there's a right corner. So I'm like turning, landing, driving. I didn't know what I was All doing. And suddenly <laughs> I just start rolling. Oh, no. The buggy, yeah. And then I'm just like, 
Correct. And I think I do this every time with the teams I get in. No, it looks like <laughs> this it. is the, the trend. <laughs> the first race. No. And yeah, and then everyone comes and they, but you know, but America is very different. Mm-hmm. And my co-driver was in the car saying, "Okay, this was a blast, but we're never gonna get in the team." I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." And then you know, the whole team arrives, and my boss like gets me out, and he was like, "How was that? Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's great." And I was like, I- "I'm sorry." And he's like. No, that was awesome. Can you do it on the other side so we can redo it? And I was like, I love America. <laughs> like, what am I doing in Europe? So wow. that's it. Like, I we just kept training, and and then um, there was a race in Vegas the weekend after. So, so cool. I we were supposed to like fly back home. Yeah. And the team asked me to stay and drive it, and if I would get in the top forty, I would get a contract. Amazing. And I'm assuming that all worked out, and we did. that's so cool. Yeah, it was wow. Amazing. I mean, what a jump as well! Like racing here, Europe, very different to the states. Completely so what a massive cars jump! And yeah. yeah, it was just like, yeah. Wow, so cool though. I mean, thank God something <laughs> worked out for you because yeah. it sounds like well, one great experience, but two, what an incredible opportunity for you as well. Like the next steps in your career. Um, mm. So from that point then, how, how I feel like we need to cover this before we like, finish this podcast because <laughs> yeah. we've, we've spoken about so Everything much and I'm like, we've not actually spoken about Extreme E, but how, how did that change happen then? So where's the jump here? How did Extreme E cross your radar? Where did that happen? Mm, okay, I was back in Europe after COVID because mm-hmm. everything kind of got sideways with that. Yep, so yep. I came back to Europe and I kept racing here with another team okay but nothing like it wasn't really what I wanted yeah and yeah and then suddenly I saw about extreme and you know I've been we I've worked a lot with many people to Mm -hmm. try and get in and also other drivers because we're like oh maybe together we can you know do a team or something yeah and we tried and nothing it was really hard and then you know one day I go directly to a team because I'm like okay I'll just go to the nearest team I have you know and it was in Barcelona so team of Baxiana at that time they didn't like even you know have you know Carlos or or anyone so yeah they just I came there and I was like yeah I'm really interested and they were like oh nice to meet you this and that but obviously everyone at that point I think they were looking for people with budgets or like sponsors or you know and for me it wasn't possible to come in with such a big budget and I wasn't that experienced either so I wasn't really expecting them to go like oh of course come in race with us you know yeah so they were like yeah we'll, we'll we'll keep in touch you know and Eventually, I remember I texted them again, like, hey, is everything okay? Do you have any news? And they were like, actually, uh, we're going to have a second team. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and and they were like, yeah, they might need budget too. But And I was I was working five minutes from their office. And, and so he was like, yeah, whenever you can, maybe this week you can come by and we can talk and I'll let you know the information. I was like five minutes from there. So I go to my boss because mm-hmm. I was working in Porsche at that time. Uh-huh. I go to my boss and I say, hey, can I finish five minutes earlier? And he was like, yeah, yeah, of course. Just pull up everything and you're yeah. fine. And I was like, okay. So I finish and I run to the to the to this office of QV and, and I get in. And, and he was like, how did you get here in 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I was like outside the door, you know. I was like, no, I was working right here. So it was perfect. So I just started talking to him and he explains to me that there's going to be a second team. That mm-hmm. He didn't give me a lot of information, but I was like, okay, so who can I contact? And like, who's deciding yeah. this? And they're like, oh, well, we have a driver and he's like mainly the person that decides everything. So 
I was like, okay, can I have his contact? And he's like, yeah, he's called Oliver. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I searched him on Instagram. I texted him and I said, hola, Oliver. <laughs> My <laughs> name is Christine. <laughs> and he was like, okay. I'm like, can I call you? And and we spoke on the phone and, and I told him, like, listen, I have no budget, but I am going to work harder than anyone. Yeah. yeah. So, and I don't know, we got like really, really good vibes, you know? Uh-huh. And after, a, I think a week or two, he called me and he said, you know what? I think you're in. And I was like... <laughs> Oh my god! Amazing. Yeah, oh, so amazing. Much, that's it. Wow. And um, how how was your first season? Hi, like last year. Um, how was it for you? I mean, I think, I think I've read somewhere before that maybe um, like some of your absolute idols basically are racing <laughs> alongside you in extremely. Am I right in thinking Sebastian's a yeah. a big sort of influence for you? Totally. So how how was that? How turning up, being a part of this. Was it surreal? Was yeah. It, yeah. It was It was like a dream. Like, I still can't really believe it. Mm-hmm. And, but at the time, it was, like, crazy. And, yeah, of course, I mean, at the first race, I think it, our results were really crap also, you know? <laughs> Obviously, because it was like, I'm here, like, mm-hmm. racing against the best people mm-hmm. in the world. Like, what do yeah. I pretend? But I was, just, I was just so happy. And I think we worked really hard during the year. And at the end of the year, we probably showed that and yeah. you know I was I was really keen and and obviously with with Veloce for me like I always say I felt like there was like good connection you know because the team is super young and super cool yeah. and when you guys came in you know it was just like yeah they're cool yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for it just sure. I don't know it just happened so for me I'm I'm just like the happiest right now yeah I just feel really bad about the first race. Yeah, I know. But, you know, sometimes these things happen, don't Mm. they? And the main thing is that you're recovering. Mm -hmm. You're hopefully going to be there for the next race. Um, And, I mean, this season, I think it's going to be so exciting. I think it's all to play for right now. Um, I can't wait to see the next race. Um, I think it's now back-to-back in Sardinia. Um, Seems like that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be really cool. Like, I can't can't wait to watch it unfold. But... um, yeah, it's 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 for me like um, off road stuff as well is only like a recent find for me. Um, so I really love Extremely, especially because it's got many things going for it that other things don't. Um, you know, the like gender equality, mm-hmm. male and female drivers, um, obviously everything they're doing for like the climate and things like that. So is that important to you? Like when you came across it, do you think, wow, this is really cool? Like men and women behind the wheel, um, you know each each race you watch that I learned so much they obviously do the whole stats and things about where you are how mm-hmm. to improve things and I think oh my god I didn't know that like 10 minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> so is is it important to you like have you have you maybe learned something from being a part of this that maybe wouldn't have crossed your radar before I think completely like mm-hmm. I think that is actually like when I got to this like I saw the championship and I thought okay that's super cool like yeah. all the best drivers in the world are in here and we are helping the climate like the world basically mm-hmm. and at the same time you know we were doing something we're not just racing and having fun so for yeah. me that was like amazing but I didn't yeah. re- I have to like be honest mm-hmm. I didn't really super think about it you yeah, know, I just yeah. wanted to race in, yeah. the, in the championship at the beginning and now I feel that you know, like you said, I'm learning so many things and every time we go to a different place, there's a legacy program and mm-hmm. and I don't know, it's amazing, you know, what we're doing and yeah. it's so cool that being part of it, it's like we're a little bit like the um, the new era, you know, and we're in it. I think it's it's amazing. And like you said, all the 
uh, countersin projects and all this. It's mm-hmm. it's super cool because then it's like it's still competitive because it's like we're racing against the other teams, but we're doing good. Yeah. So it's amazing, and every time Extremely asks you like, oh, so are you doing something, you know, do you feel like you have changed some habits? And I'm like, actually, yes. Like, mm. it's little things, you know, like, for example, when you brush your teeth and you leave the water open. Yeah. And I always like, oh, you know, and I close it. Like, I do things that I didn't do before. Mm-hmm. So I feel that that's really cool. Or when, like, now I do much more skateboarding instead of, you know, taking the car yeah. and going to places that is just there. Yeah. Well, not right now, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> right <funny>. now. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I think I think that's beautiful. And the fact of gender equality, like you say, I don't think we would have ever had the opportunity to be there. You yeah. Know? 100%. Because I mean, I think there are pretty badass women racing, and I don't want to say like we deserve it, but I feel that you know, I think that this is an opportunity to yeah. to be out there. And if it wouldn't be like that, you know. Yeah. I think it's I think it's more, it's it's great knowing that women have a guaranteed place mm-hmm. in this series um like we've discussed about finding funding sponsorship it's difficult anyway for anybody young driver and i think it is difficult for women as well to you know sell yourself i can do this i am going to be champion of this you know and i think that's why extremely is so great because you just know there's a guaranteed place there for a badass woman like you said Mm -hmm. and it's going to be awesome um but do, do you think maybe now compared to when you started motorsport is more accessible um, ma- mainly from a financial perspective, I-, I think a lot of the time now there still are quite a lot of restrictions. But do you think, from your perspective, it's maybe I- if you'd started now, mm-hmm. it might be a little bit easier to make your way up? I think there's many more like uh, projects and like mm. federation gets involved, you yeah. know, in helping women, helping kids. Mm-hmm. Help and much more awareness. Like yeah. at the time, like I said, I had no idea what was going on. I just loved it. I had to Google m- online. And well, now, you know, there's courses, programs, and like people, like I go to schools to, to explain what I do. Like they just pay me to get there and talk to kids, you know? And yeah. it's like, that wouldn't have happened before. Yeah. So I think for sure, yes. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's also not, not harder, but it's, of course, there's more women. So, yeah. you know, there's more competition, but we tend to compete with women like and this is what i don't understand and like you know we should be competing against everyone yeah but it's normal that you know we are less so there's more spotlight on so yeah on one side they they say oh because you're a woman you got this and and you're like well actually it's the opposite Mm -hmm. you know we are three and if one beats you (laughs) it's gonna be seen yeah yeah so in the end it's like everything is balanced but Mm, 100 percent um and just to finish off as well, I... Mm, sorry. No, no, not at all. This has been a great chat. I've absolutely <laughs> loved learning about your journey. It is probably one of the most interesting <laughs> that I've ever heard. Um, but yeah, to finish off, I always qu- kind of like to ask like anybody I chat to, basically, if you could maybe give your younger self a little bit of advice now or advice to anybody who's heard this today and thought, yeah, I want to smash that. I want to do that as well. What What would that be if there's one key thing that you think there is i think first of all never give up you know Mm -hmm. it's a bit cliche but it's it's true like if you really don't give up like statistically percentage wise (laughs) like eventually something will happen because it just can't keep going down Mm -hmm. you know and and on the other side yeah maybe use this little bit like not thinking too much like when if you're at the beginning and you really want to do it just try your own paths like get you know 
get mistakes, mm -hmm. do them over again, learn from them, and then, you know, you'll get there. But just try to not let any bad negative comment mm -hmm. or, or opinion get through you because yeah, that's going to kill it, you know. And unfortunately, it in this moment, like we said, it's not easy. So you have to go for it. And to go for it, you have to just be blank. Mm -hmm. Just let it all bounce mm. off you. Yeah, I think that's a great attitude to have. And I think you're right. Sometimes you've just got to let that happen so you can push mm. yourself further. For sure. And sometimes, you know, you also get, I mean, you have to be ready to, if this is what you really want, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you also have to be sure. Because I, I wouldn't recommend this to anyone that it's like half, I want to do it. Mm -hmm. Because in the end, it's it's frustrating and it's yeah. pulling you down most of the times mm -hmm. and you know, if you are not 100% in this or 120% into yeah. this, you're, you'll, you know, you'll get problems with family, friends and all this. And eventually, like, you know, it's going to be hard on you, like yeah. on personally, mentally level. So yeah. you have to be like super strong. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. But I feel like you learn that as well, don't you? As time goes on, the more things mm. that come your way, the more you bounce back, the more resilient you are, which you are i cannot believe your <laughs> resilience getting to where you are today it's absolutely amazing and a testament to the person you are um christine juicy thank you so much thank for you. joining us today um i've had a great time <laughs> i hope you guys didn't fall asleep <laughs> no not at all not at all um thank you and um yeah hopefully we'll speak to you again at some point soon yes with a foot <laughs> with a working foot yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much to Christine for joining us on today's podcast episode. And thank you all for listening at home as well. Be sure to check out our website, which is femalesandmotorsport.com. And also give us a follow on socials as well. Plenty more content over there for you to get your hands on.